Hi, I'm Eddie Applegate. I play Richard on the Patty Duke show, opposite Patty Duke as her boyfriend. And that's the character of Patty, and the character I play, Richard Harrison, on the Patty Duke show. And I'm going to be the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak, your host, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on the latest news of upcoming movies, DVD releases, remakes, sequels, as well as our interview segment that brings you closer to people from the movie, TV, and music industry. And and you don't just hear a little 10-minute clip of something. You hear uh, an in-depth and intimate chat with a star from uh, everything about their career, their experiences, and so much more. It's, it's just uh, unbelievable to hear these people talk about what they talk about. And uh, we've talked with um, uh, veteran actors who share stories of old Hollywood, uh, like Cliff Robertson and Robert Vaughn and Robert Wagner. And we talked with uh, producer-director Anthony Russo uh, about his new TV show, Community, and Taylor Lautner about Twilight before the show and the movies were even released. So you get it all right here on On Screen to Beyond. Hope you've enjoyed it. And each week is something different, and we appreciate that you are joining us and sharing your time with us. And uh, some news, uh, we are adding another page on our website, uh, very shortly if it's not up right now, but uh, we'll be adding a blog-type page, which will feature news and info about books related to the entertainment industry that are coming out. So if you're interested in that, and that'll go for everything... um, the, including memoirs, uh, different things about the the industry and things like that. And uh, it's not so much a review. It's going to be more just information to let you know that these books are out there because a lot of times you don't hear about them, but uh, we're going to give you information on them so you can uh, check them out. And this week's guest is Eddie Applegate, who played Patty Duke's boyfriend on the classic 60s TV show, The Patty Duke Show. And uh, he talks about the show and his painting and so much more, and also somewhat of a reunion of the cast of The Patty Duke Show. So you're going to want to hear that. And it's coming up. But first, let's check out Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, Rumors are out that Tim Burton and Disney are looking to remake or take a retake on the Snow White story, this time focusing on the villain Maleficent. And we'll keep you updated on that as we hear more. And Johnny Depp and Salma Hayek are set to star in a retelling of the story of Pancho Villa, and it's going to be called Wild Roses, Tender Roses. And uh, it's set to start shooting in February of 2011. And a remake of Conan the Barbarian, which we've talked about, is scheduled to start filming on March 15th, but there is no confirmed Conan yet. Well, uh, we'll keep you updated as soon as we hear something. That's about it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies, right here on On Screen and Beyond. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. 
Ethics is the Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. As far as upcoming movies, Justin Timberlake and Brenda Song are part of the cast of The Social Network, and it's a comedy drama about the founders of the social networking website Facebook, and it's set for an October 15, 2010 release. Megan Fox, John Malkovich, Josh Brolin, and Will Arnett are cast in Jonah Hex about a bounty hunter who tracks a voodoo practitioner in the Wild West set on liberating the South by raising an army of the undead. Ooh, all right, so that's something a little bit different. And in development is a film called Larry Crown. It's set for a 2012 release starring Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts, and it's about a middle-aged man who is forced to find a new career. All right, and that's about it for upcoming movies. Next, Sequel City, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, well, Tobey Maguire is out, and so is Spider-Man 4. Sony is going to start over from scratch, retelling the story of Spider-Man from the beginning in a new three-picture Spider-Man series. So, in other words, everything you've seen is now gone, and they're going to start all over again. Don't ask me why. They know what they're doing, I guess. Who knows? And uh, let's see. Brad Pitt and Matt Damon are going to give their voices to characters in the sequel, Happy Feet 2, which is set for a November 2011 release. And Paramount is working on a sequel to Four Brothers and is in hopes of having Mark Wahlberg return as one of the brothers. And coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. As far as TV on DVD, the 80s TV miniseries Scruples, which starred Lindsay Wagner, Kim Cattrall, and Connie Stevens, is available to order from Warner Archives as a manufacture-on-demand DVD. Okay, now that's what that is, is they turn around, they don't mass-produce it, they just, uh, when you send them an order uh, online, you can just uh, tell them you want that one, and they make it for you and send it to you. It's kind of different, but that's what they're starting to do now. And uh, Lindsay, of course, was a past guest on On Screen and Beyond about a month ago. And you can find that interview still on our webpage at onscreenandbeyond.com. And, of course, it's on the reruns page. So check that out. Lindsay's a great guest, great person. And on March 19th, it's the release date of Silk Stocking Season 1 on DVD. And March 16th, look for My Two Dads Season 2 to come to DVD in a three-disc set. That's about it for TV on DVD. Next, we'll take a peek at movies on DVD right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, as far as movies on DVD, Disney's The Princess and the Frog will be available on March 16th on DVD and Blu-ray. And you can also get it as a three-disc combo pack, which has both the DVD, the Blu-ray, and a uh, digital version, which you can watch on an MP3 player. And let's see, what else here? Look for Old Dogs with Robin Williams and John Travolta to hit stores on March 9th. And Fox's Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel, 
will arrive on DVD on March 30th. That's about it for Movies on DVD coming up. And next, we have our interview with Eddie Applegate, who, of course, was on the Patty Duke Show, and he's got some great stories. It's coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who played the role of Richard Harrison, the boyfriend of Patty Lane on the classic TV show, The Patty Duke Show, from 1963 to 1966. He is also an accomplished painter, and we'll get into that. It's Eddie Applegate. Welcome to On Screen and Beyond, Eddie. Ah, very good. Thank you, Brian. It's good to be here talking to you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I mean, I always loved The Patty Duke Show. She actually made, it, made us believe that she was two different actresses. <laughs> yes, not only two different actresses, but different personalities. Oh, yeah. And yet at the same time, when Patty was working, uh, using all her skills and talents to bring the two different characters to life, she was also a, a great humanitarian. She worried about everyone in the cast. And uh, does to this day, anytime you work with Patty, she's always concerned, is everything right with you? Are you feeling comfortable? Is there anything I can do for you? And she didn't start that in the very first year we worked because she was so young. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, as we continued to shoot, there were, what, there were 104 episodes of the, of the Patty Duke show. She was always concerned about your health and your safety and uh, your comfort. Hmm. Quite a lady. Yeah. Now, did you ever think that back then while you were making the Patty Duke show, that 45 years later or so, you know, later, that you'd still be talking about that show? No, it's amazing. <laughs> I never had a thought like that, but I'm glad it has occurred. In hmm. fact, um, Patty Duke has been doing commercials, public service commercials, for uh, Medicare and Social Security mm -hmm. that are already on the air. And uh, she invited myself and Bill Shallard, who played her father, yes, wow. and Paul O'Keefe, who played her brother, to join her in San Francisco uh, to do a series of commercials. And all of these now come on the air uh, in uh, January, as the last I heard, um, at least one... Uh, one network will be ABC they'll be played on, from my understanding. Wow. And uh, uh, during that, the director and the producers, uh, when Patty and I were doing our scenes together, our, our promos for the public service spot, we did about eight different spots. And uh, the producers and directors came over and looked at both of us and said, you guys won't believe it. But you have uh, got the same energy, excitement, and feeling that you had how many years ago? And that was really a great compliment to both Patty and myself to be able to relive that whole thing again. Huh. And they said that's part of what is the spark for these commercials. Yeah, so it's like a mini reunion. Now, are all of you on at the same time? On, on no, well, in one spot, yes. In, in one, one spot, spot wow. we're all together around a holiday dinner table. Yeah. 
but the other spots are uh, separate. Bill and uh, Bill Shallard and Patty and uh, uh, Paul O'Keefe and Patty and myself and Patty all separate commercials. Wow, that'll be interesting though. I mean, that's that's kind of neat. Gee. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And and while we were there, we all did interviews, which was then uh, added to the package when they sold September 29th, they started selling the first, the entire first season of the Patty Duke show mm-hmm. on DVDs in all the uh, uh, shops around the country, you know, that, that ran and sell yep. uh, DVDs and CDs. And uh, they added this whole interview package to that first season uh, package of I don't know how many shows. I think there were, I think there were thirty-six shows in that first year. Yeah, they used to make a lot more shows than they make now. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and in fact, well, in those days we were doing thirty-six and thirty-five shows per season. And of course, today I think most of your shows really uh, target around only nineteen per season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes they only do like uh, uh, thirteen shows to see if they even th- going to think about going <laughs> longer. Further, yeah. <laughs> Right. (laughs) It was good in those days when we were shooting because when we finally had our break, we only had about uh, three months, I think, between starting up the next season. Yeah. And uh, if you you, uh, didn't plan things right, you could miss out on a lot of acting opportunities. Uh, I know that one of the MGM had asked me to to uh, join Elvis Presley in one of his movies. Wow. And I loved the idea of that, of course. And uh, then when it came to the final days, and I'm in a big conference room at MGM, and they said, Eddie, we'll see you in July. Well, being very naive in those days as to what you do and don't do or say and don't say, and I looked up and I said, July, whatever the date was, Oh, geez, that's the day I, we go back to work on the Patty Duke show. I guess I can't do this movie. And everybody looked up at me, and I knew somebody was going to be in trouble because they hadn't already checked that fact out. Oh, geez. And I was too stupid at that time, naivete, <laughs> to not say a word and let my agents figure out a program. Maybe I could have done both if I hadn't opened my big yap. But that's the way it goes. Uh-huh. The whole the process of learning. Yeah. Now, how did you get come about getting the part of Richard? I was, uh, I had just finished a national tour of a musical, Bye Bye Birdie. Mm-hmm. And I had a great character in that. Uh, his name was Hugo Peabody. And um, it was a fun character, and I, I was able... To uh, steal much of the attention uh, of the audience wherever we traveled um, in all the cities we went we were in Chicago I think almost a year anyway when I got back uh, there was a lot of talk and and um, Sidney Sheldon had heard about me and he wrote the Patty Duke show mm-hmm. and he suggested to the director that uh, I might be a candidate and so when I went in uh, and and 
I met Bill, the, the director, and it was a great meeting and all. We had a good time. He asked me to read, and we did all that. And then he looked at me. He said, Eddie, I have a problem. He said, Patty Duke may grow because of her age now. We don't know if she's done growing or she could shoot up in height. So to be safe, we need someone who is tall enough that if she does grow suddenly numbers of inches, that you, the man, the guy will still be the tallest. And he said, the problem is you and so many very fine actors that I have uh, you know, auditioned who do comedy, are, are so many of them, you are short. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I said, and I don't know to this day why I said it, but I looked at him and I said, there is no problem. I have lifts. I have built-in lifts in my shoes. I can be six foot if you want me to be, and nobody will be able to tell. He slammed the desk, and he said, holy cow, you got the answer, you got the job, I'll call you your agent. <laughs> oh. So that was so good. Yeah. You're an actor. You can act tall, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, then I had to learn. I went out and bought the shoes. And it took me up about two inches. And um, then I had to learn to walk in these shoes. And I realized that women do this all day long in their high heels, right. walking around with their heel way up in the air. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but I had to drive in the pilot film, I had to drive a hot rod. And up and down the streets of San Francisco, where they originally made, where they made the pilot. Oh, that's what and it was. Going up and down those hills with putting my foot on the brake and gas that had an un, un, familiar feel to it right. when I stepped down, that I was a little scared for about two days, and finally I got used to it, <laughs> walking around in the shoes, and uh, then everything just happened. And then, years later, when the series w was done, and uh, we were all finished shooting, I had to decide what I was going to do. Was I going to continue to use the lifts in the shoes and be a taller, a more uh, character-leading man, mm -hmm. or not? And I finally said to myself, what are you going to do if they want you in sneakers? You'd have to find a pair of sneakers that had left, and you go out of your mind. So I said, nope, I'm going back to being short again. And, and uh, so the end of the lifts, because huh. they did increase my height by at least two inches. Oh, jeez. Now, are there any memorabilia things that you've, you've kept from the show when you were, uh, you know, from when you were on the show? Uh, only a sweater. Um, the reason uh, when I did... Um, Bye Bye Birdie, I used this heavy, bulky sweater. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wore it numbers of times on the Patty Duke show, bringing that same feeling that I had used earlier uh, on the stage to the character. And um, uh, even though the character in Bye Bye Birdie was very shy, this character was not shy. He was outgoing. But he could still wear that same kind of a sweater and give it a different touch to the personality. And so it worked well for me. So that sweater I still have. But that's the only thing. Don't have the lifts anymore. No, <laughs> Didn't yeah, keep they're those. long going. <laughs> <laughs> now, are, are there any particular memorable moments from the show that you remember? 
Uh, oh yeah, there, there were uh, in 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 Patty's life uh, at one point in the first two years there was an, an assistant director Harry Folk who was a great guy. He was a fun guy. He was a neat guy, and uh, and he and Patty became good friends and talked all the time and were together a great deal on the set. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing a fan magazine at the time, and, and they asked me all kinds of questions, of course, about the show, but particularly about Patty. And uh, I said, uh, they said, now, what about uh, Harry Folk and her? Is that a real romance? I said, oh, no, no, they're just good friends. They, uh, they're good support for each other, and uh, they're just good friends. Now, that day, after I said that, and that that interview was going to be printed, published in a magazine three months from then. I got back to the studio, opened the studio door, walking in, because this is during the day when we were filming, and Patty comes over to me. She said, Eddie, guess what? I said, what? She put out her hand, and on her finger was a ring, and she said, Harry Folk has... uh, given me this ring as an engagement for our marriage to be. I went, what? <laughs> you can't say that. You can't do that. I just gave an article, an interview that says that you guys were real friends. And she smiled and she walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So life is full of surprises. Hmm. Uh, but there were many times when there were many warm moments throughout the shooting of that show. All of us on the show, as you uh, always hear from many TV series, uh, that w- we were such good friends. We were. We, we were good, solid friends. We were not socially together all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the set, we were good buddies and good friends, and everybody helped each other on, on many things. Yeah. Uh, not just in... The, the acting and the sh- shooting of the show, but, uh, you know, helped uh, suggestions for problems in general, everyday problems. So it was a real closeness that we had. Uh, and uh, it was a, an aggressive cast. And we were always trying to improve whatever thing we did, and we were open to suggestions from all included. Mm-hmm. So it was an exciting time. Mm-hmm. Now, now with the Patty playing, you know, of course the two the two different roles. Uh, did she have trouble switching between back and forth in the roles? No, she she had great concentration and great dedication, and uh, truly a superb actress. Even at her young age, when we started the Patty Duke series, and uh, she was able to make that switch. Um, I'm sure she was working at it mm-hmm. intensely, but she made it look very easy. Now, with, they, with the technology that they had back then, I mean, obviously it's a lot easier to do something like that now, but they did it very convincingly. Yes, uh, they did, and it was pretty rugged in those days. Uh, had to shoot everything twice. You right. had to be aware of all the lines, uh, a line going down the center of the screen uh, were where Patty and Kathy would be in the same shot. Mm-hmm. So he'd shoot Patty, and then you'd shoot Kathy, and then put the, the, the pictures together. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, yes, it was, it, was, it was a 
intense, vigorous job to do, and Patty made it so simple and easy and uh, so believable, oh, yeah. which helped all of us. Yeah. Uh, and he, with her leading the bandwagon like that. Yeah. Even nowadays, you know, sometimes you'll see with the technology we have now, you see them do that similar thing where they have the two characters. But you can always, even sometimes you can tell that, you know, it's not real. But but back then, it, it really looked <laughs> like she was two people. Yes. Yeah, it yep. was very and, well done. And And even though the technology wasn't, like it is today, it was more difficult to do. Oh, but, sure. But they made it come off so real. Uh, as you said, that Brian, that's uh, that's one of the, the neat things about that show. It, it worked really well. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, when you did the reunion show in 1999, um, did you hesitate at all about reprising the role of Richard? No. No, you, right off you knew? Right off, I'm ready. Yeah. Yep, I was all ready for it. Um, I, I loved playing it, and it was a fun character to play. And I had had uh, pretty good success, I would say, about playing that character, and uh, so I enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, how, how did it feel getting back on the set with the cast once again? Well, it was a very, a very uh, endearing moment when we all met for the reunion we had not been together. I've forgotten the years now. I, I think it was something like uh, 30 years, something like that, mm-hmm. that yeah. we had not uh, been together. And so as each person came in, we would give hugs and cry, and men and women would cry. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd enjoy the moment of being back together again. Uh, and it was really a, a great pleasure. And then the big excitement was we had what they call a table reading where you sit around the table and all the cast members and you read the script aloud mm-hmm. and everyone was enjoying the moments because as they read through the script in their minds were the flashing images that they had played 30 years before <laughs> yeah uh, and they were now going to be replayed in many ways, and that was exciting too. Mm-hmm. Now, do you see any of the cast now, uh, besides with your recordings for the public service announcements that you just did recently? Uh, y- yes, uh, every once in a while we'll run into uh, and talk. Now, Paul O'Keefe is out of New York City, and he travels. Uh, he's traveling now with a musical mm-hmm. and uh I'm, I'm i've forgotten the show but he's still traveling with it i mm-hmm. think his trip is almost a year and a half he's wow. going to be out with it now bill shallert lives here in in la and as i do and uh and jean benson who played the mom god bless her great lady wonderful looking gal and very smart she has passed away mm-hmm. yeah 
And so uh, it is uh, primarily Bill Schellert, and, uh, who was, uh, you know, a, the president of the Screen Actors Guild, and is still on the board of directors of the Screen Actors Guild. Hmm. And I see him every once in a while. Oh, yeah. and it's always a good, uh, a good meeting. Huh. Yeah. And now you mentioned earlier about uh, being on stage. Do you enjoy stage more than being TV or movies? Or well, I think um, I, I think you get the same answer from most actors who've worked the stage at length. Um, well, on the stage, you're getting a, a response, immediate response, mm-hmm. as to what you're doing, and you may may the part may vary from night to night depending on what new things you've found. You're not going to change the story, but you can change little things in the personality, uh, the little colors that an actor brings to the role. You can change them around, move them around, and, and that helps you keep the character alive over a longer run. And every night is a new night and a new excitement. Mm-hmm. as to how the re- audience responds to you. Yeah. And there are different nights in different cities. You may get a laugh uh, on a Tuesday night on a certain line, and uh, that laugh may not be as strong for another two or three days. And sometimes that is not to do with the actor. In fact, most times it has to do with the audience. And their attitude and what they're how they're looking at the show yeah yeah so it's very interesting but i do love the stage and and the movies and tv are great but you don't get the response you, right. you you only get the response if you're doing a film and uh the crew applauds after a scene um which is not going to happen that often on purpose because yeah. they don't have time to go through all that and the same thing with television. Television is much faster moving, and there isn't time for that response, even from the crew. So the stage gives you that response that you're, as an actor, your need, your your reason for doing the whole thing is that response from the audience. Yeah. Now, I understand that you're also going to be in a, a, a film coming up in the spring of this year, possibly? Well, no, I did two of them. Two, okay. And they're already done, yeah. and they're going to be coming out in the spring. Right. I did one uh, f- through Screen Gems and Sony Pictures uh, called Easy A, and in that I play a grandfather, and that's a very warm and happy comedy uh, with some very good leading actors in it. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the, the second one that I did is a horror film, and it's called um, uh, Rain from from what is it? Rain from Stars. Yeah, Rain and, of Stars. Yeah. Uh, I played an attorney in that who gets murdered, and that's going to be an interesting horror film because it's not a lot of blood and guts. It's more psychological thriller. It's more a lot of in-depth relationships and scenes that you follow. Uh, and you keep your eye on the story, and it makes it exciting that way. That I personally, I prefer that type of movie. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, well, that's why I was so happy to be part of it. Yeah, and that was a major part I did. Uh, there were four attorneys, and 
and uh, I won't tell you what happens to us all, but uh, right. <laughs> it's part of the, the the horror of the movie. <laughs> huh. Well, those will be good. We'll keep an eye out for those. Yeah, and, they'll uh, be out in the, in the spring. I don't know when. I have no release dates now, right, but yeah. they will be out in the spring. Yeah. And uh, now, during all this, while you're filming in movies and everything, um, you have been a painter for quite a while, right? Yes, uh, I've been painting almost all, all my life. Uh, I started as with cartoons when I first started acting and used the cartoons to help people remember who I was, the casting people and directors and, and, and producers. And uh, But I didn't really take it serious until about five, six, I guess it's six years ago now, and I started spending a lot more time trying to improve my art ability. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's worked for me. I'm getting better and better, and of course I've got still... We never reach where we have to go, but right. you keep trying. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I've studied with a very well-known uh, uh, painter in... Robert Tannenbaum, and he's brilliant with portraits and landscapes and cowboys and Indians. <laughs> and uh, so I, I paint both portraiture uh, and landscapes, and I don't do many still lives. I just finished a whole series of dogs, uh, different dogs, different activities, mm-hmm. with a little humor in each painting. And uh, that's been fun. And now I'm about to start on my next uh, my next target, uh, which I will relate to. Uh, I know uh, an artist who's also a very big name, David Dellum, uh, and he is an outdoor painter. Mm-hmm. He paints uh, the oceans and and the caves and uh, all the different islands to, just to the north and out to the sea. Beautiful stuff, and boy, I'm fascinated with he what he does. And I might try some of that too. There's no end to painting. You, I use oils, I use acrylics. Years ago, I used to paint more in watercolor, but now I'm primarily into oils and, and uh, acrylics. And it just depends on whether I want the painting to finish quickly. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go to acrylics if I get a lot of time and need to do a lot of blending because of the composition of the painting, then I'll do use oils. Uh, but it, it is exciting. And uh, I'm, I'm in a gallery show now at Viva Galleries here in uh, the San Fernando Valley in, in Sherman Oaks. Uh, many times I have paintings around the city in restaurants and banks and doctor's yeah. offices, that kind of thing. Well, I know so from it's pretty, pretty, uh, a lot of fun. And it's a gr- I started it primarily um, because it was very relaxing for me to draw, and then moved into the painting part of it, and then uh, enjoy that even more so. So, a nice, it's a nice journey. Yeah. Well, I noticed on your website, um, I, I saw some of the paintings that you've done, and, and uh, I, I like them a lot. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, the ones, thank that, you. There's always some that jump out at you, and and. The one, I, I I didn't write down the names of them, but uh, the one um, it's a series of houses uh, on the oh yes, uh, in the boat coming into shore. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah. uh, thank you for yeah. that. That's uh, and now the name has escaped me. That's um, <laughs> Juno. That's arriving in Juneau, Alaska. Ah, okay. 
and that town, the, the colors you saw, it, they are the colors of those buildings. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. And it's very exciting to see. And I said, dude, I have to capture that. And uh, that, that was fun. Now, so did thank you, you for that. When you did that, that particular picture, did you, uh, you were in Juneau when, when you saw it? Yes. I, I, well, I work a great deal from photographs. That's what I was going to say. Did you take a photograph of it so you'd remember? Yes, I took many photographs. Yeah. And then through those photographs, it helps me get to the composition. Mm -hmm. Then the colors, actually photography doesn't necessarily bring you the truest form of color. And so colors in real life can be a little different than they are shown in any photograph. So what I do is I use the colors that I see that I see in my photographs, and then I may change the color slightly to fit more what I think it should be in a more realistic situation. And mm -hmm. some paintings, the colors are brilliant and 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 whack you in the face, and others they're very subtle and uh, almost um, hard to differentiate from one one color scheme to the next as you move across the painting. Um, and that's because of the attitude that you're trying to per portray. Yeah, and, and I, I just like the, the, your use of colors and everything in, in your paintings. It, it, uh, um, I don't know the style, what you would call it, but, but it was very, you know, very nice. It was a very pretty painting. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I love color, and I love boldness of color. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I'm not an abstract painter. I have I have a very good friend who is, and uh, I like uh, I like them, but I just can't paint them myself. I have to do realism or uh, the, the variation of realism um, through your own imagination. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Which I love. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, very interesting. People should check out your website to. Uh... Yes. Oh, thank you for mentioning. Yeah, my website it is very simple. It's just uh, edapplegate.com. Uh, mm -hmm. And w what we'll do is we'll put a link on our website when we put your interview up. We'll put a uh, a link to your site so people can oh, just click nice. on it and go thank to you. it. And, uh, I Thank think, you, Brian. I think they'll enjoy your painting, seeing them. Oh, and, I appreciate. And, well, I've been, I again, I've, I've, uh, I thank God. I've been lucky in a lot of ways, and and the, my art thing has worked out okay. Uh, it's not something that I'm I'm going to become a millionaire with, uh, but it is fun to do, and I do sell a, a number of paintings continually, mm -hmm. and that's what makes the whole thing. Uh, even more interesting to yeah. me. Well, people and and they, now they can purchase from your site too, can't they? Oh yes, they can. Yeah, yes. so so it's, uh, they should check it out because uh, I, I think they're very interesting paintings that they might enjoy. Well, thank you, Brian. I I I, I am uh, neglect in changing my website. I should do it more often. Um, I'm trying to get myself to the point where I do change it. And I know a number of artist friends, uh, they change their website om with paintings almost every week. Really? Wow. And they'll bring up uh, whatever painting or paintings they had just finished, put them up on the website, and uh, then the following week they will do the same thing. 
That's a lot of work. I have not, yeah, I have not gotten into the habit of doing that yet, but uh, sooner or later I will. Yeah. Um, I, I just got a couple questions left for you, and, and this, sure. is, this is the, the questions that uh, uh, everybody I ask, uh, all the celebrities I've asked over time, they always say, oh, wow, that's a tough one. <laughs> so, but I'm going to throw them out at you. Okay, uh, um, fine, I'm ready. <laughs> it, it, it sort of gets pe- let people know more about you personally. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as you personally, uh, what are your, say, two favorite TV shows? Old or new, doesn't make any difference, besides Patty Duke's show. <laughs> um, I ha- am an avid viewer of Dancing with the Stars. Ah. I love that show. Now, I love now, what they do with it. I love the way they do it. Any chance and, we could uh, ever see I Eddie find- Applegate on there? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know if I could keep up with them. They are so good. Oh, it's amazing. And and uh, well, who was the, his name's? I'm this singer uh, who just won the darn thing. He was so good uh, keeping up with the young dancers. Um, anyway, uh, I love that show, and uh, I guess. I, I do I do watch uh, when it's on uh, American Idol not all the time like Dancing with the Stars but I do watch that mm-hmm. and I, Boston Legal was one of my favorite oh, yeah. shows that was a good show yeah yeah that's uh, I don't watch a lot of television anymore I like to look at movies and that was my next question what are your ah. two favorite movies yeah, <laughs> new or old I, I have a lot of favorites in movies and. Uh, I I watch them whenever I can. I look at a lot of the older films, the mm-hmm. old classic films. Yeah. And there are so many uh, extremely well done films. Not just not only the actors, but the colors, the backgrounds, the uh, the wardrobe, uh, the sound quality, and the sound effects. Yeah. Uh, so many very fine films. Now, as far as uh, favorites, I go back to Alan Ladd and Shane. Shane, yes. <laughs> and, and there were so many good people in that. Yeah. Uh, it was one of my great favorites. And um, I I liked, and I can't think of the name of it, I liked Tom Hanks when he played the, deta- the uh, soldier who had to go into the uh, Saving Private Ryan and uh, bring back a guy Saving Private Ryan That's it. Yes. Yeah. I like that one too a lot. Yeah. Um I like a cross section of movies. Um uh, I guess we would all agree that um uh, uh, Mr. Clooney is stealing the thunder right now for an <laughs> awful lot of pictures that he does so well. Yeah. And there's a new musical out that I saw it's called Nine. Nine, yes. Yeah. And it's brilliant. It's a good movie? Same director who directed Chicago. Yep. And uh, just done spectacularly. And there were a lot of actors and actresses, many actresses, uh, in that movie, uh, all giving a very fine musical performance, I thought. Hmm. And, the, so. and the, the music and the... The lyrics and all, so good. Mm-hmm. Very dynamic picture, fast moving. I love stuff like that. Uh-huh. Well, Eddie, I, I, this has been fascinating, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Oh, Brian, it's my pleasure. I enjoy talking with you.
And I want to thank Eddie Applegate so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, had some great stories there. Love hearing those. And, uh, of course, he's a painter. And we have a link on our website that will get you to Eddie's site. And you can check out his paintings. Great guy. Check him out. And uh, let's see. We uh, want to remind you about our new page. It will be coming out very soon or it, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it's just probably up there already. And uh, just go to onscreenandbeyond.com. And there, go to um, our new page, which will, we, I don't know what we're going to call it yet. Uh, but anyways, it's going to be up there. And it's going to be about uh, books that are out. It could be autobiographies or uh, memoirs or anything about the industry, uh, music, TV, movies, that type of thing that uh, we think you might be interested in. It's sort of going to be more of a blog type thing to give you just to let you know about it. It won't be necessarily reviews, but uh, we'll have some stuff up there so you can check it out. So check that page out. And next week's guest. Oh, we got a good one. Another Oscar nominee. It's coming up next week right here on On Screen and Beyond. Until then, this is Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 